Welcome to The Dance featuring Deanne Shapley. Deanne is a best-selling author, nationally syndicated radio host, intuitive coach, and brave heart woman. And now, let's dance. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hi there, this is Deanne Shepley and you're listening to The Dance. I am so excited that you decided to join me today. I know that we were brought together for a reason and I can't wait for you to discover what that reason is. So it's so close to Christmas, and I wanted to talk to you about imagination, and I also wanted to talk a little bit about how Santa Claus came about. So the show's a little bit different today, but I'm just feeling a little festive. So, you know, this is really meant to be a fun show, so please know and remember that I am simply trying to get your imaginary juices flowing. It's not meant to offend or discount anyone's beliefs in Christmas or the Santa Claus tradition. Your beliefs are true true to you, and whatever you believe is right for you. This show is about imagination, and I'm using Christmas as an example. So everyone has heard of St. Nick and Santa Claus, but do they really know how the whole Christmas thing came about? I know most people celebrate Christmas because it's a magical, fun, and exciting time of year, and it has become a family tradition phenomenon because we're all allowed to use our imagination and feel like kids again. You know, Walt Disney said, Every child is born with a vivid imagination, but just as a muscle grows flabby with disuse, so the bright imagination of a child pales in later years if he ceases to exercise it. So let's exercise our imagination now. St. Nicholas was a young boy who lost both of his parents to an epidemic, and they left him a fortune, and so he decided to use his inheritance to assist the suffering, the sick, the poor, and his heart was really with the children. And this compassionate saint believed literally Christ's injunction that when we give, we should do so in secret, sacrificially in Christ's name, not our own. That was his belief. And it wasn't until after his death on December 6th that the world learned the numerous stories of the generosity of this man. Now, December 6th is still the, the main day for giving in much of Europe. In the Netherlands, candies are thrown in the door along with chocolate initial letters, sometimes small gifts and riddles and just little things like that. And the Dutch children, they leave carrots and hay in their shoes outside the door for St. Nick's horse, hoping it will be exchanged for gifts. Now in North America, the Catholics and the Protestants still carry on a more simple tradition of filling the children's stockings with candy and, and light gifts. It's just a great way for children and adults to use their imagination and have fun doing it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a little fun. You know, God doesn't want us to be emotion, emotionless sticks in the mud. He wants us to be happy and live life in love, which is fun. And I'm talking about this because I feel 
so deeply that there is so much density and false negativity around Christmas and Santa Claus that I want to give you all a new way to receive it so that you can celebrate with soul-filled love and joy without guilt. It's no lie. We all love Christmas and Santa Claus. The inner child in us emerges when we begin planning our Christmas traditions. And it's proven by the retail sales and the Christmas trees that are always in abundance every year. Regardless of our economic situation, we all continue to celebrate because it's fun, it's joyous, it brings families together, and it allows us to give in ways that we wouldn't normally do on a typical way, on a typical day, sorry. So why do certain members of our society make us feel guilty for celebrating? Guilt is the state of having committed an offense against moral or penal law whether it's real or imagined, which is really odd because Christmas was born out of a Christian patron saint's story, and later the followers expanded on that story, using their imagination to keep that story alive, and then going on to connecting it into the celebration of Jesus' birth. Now, we all love and celebrate Christmas, and we love the tradition of Santa Claus, like I said. However, society or our religious faith makes us feel really guilty about the celebration. And even though we have no plans to discontinue the tradition the traditional celebration of Christmas, we do and say things about the quote-unquote true meaning of Christmas that are negative in order to fit in and pretend not to buy into the so-called pagan tradition. Because out of fear, we don't want to be judged on the fact that we love Christmas for everything that it represents, including giving and receiving. It's the most celebrated holiday of the year. Businesses capitalize on it. Schools have fun with it. Friends and family host extravagant parties. Charities are in full giving and receiving mode. You get my drift. Society turns those things and events into a negative belief of what Christmas is all about. So I want you just to hold on. I'm leading up to a really good point, so just stay with me. So let's go back to the story of St. Nicholas and Santa Claus. St. Nicholas, like I said, was a young boy who lost his parents to an epidemic, leaving him a fortune, and he used his inheritance to serve others, and mostly children. He didn't want anyone to know, so he gave gifts and money anonymously. And it wasn't until after his death that the world learned about all these numerous stories of generosity of this man named St. Nicholas. Then years later, a story was written by Clement Clark Moore called A Visit from St. Nicholas, which is known today as The Night Before Christmas. And he wrote this story for his six children with no intention of adding to the fledging Santa Claus phenomenon. However, the next year it went viral, and from that, poli- from that, a political cartoonist named Tom Nast drew a picture of a jolly elf-like man sporting a red suit and a hat with white cuffs and collar and a black leather belt with boots to match. And this imaginary character, who became known as Santa Claus, evolved into a magical person that would secretly go from house to house delivering dreams, wishes, toys, and gifts. And the imagination of the people all over the world began to expand this character into a whimsical, fun, and exciting tradition for kids and adults alike. And from there, it was decided to have this family tradition on December 25th to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And even though many theologians say Jesus was born in maybe possibly March, April, or May, it's really unknown that he was, you know, they say he wasn't born on the 25th. 
It became a day to celebrate, to simply recognize St. Nicholas's generosity and to celebrate the birth of Jesus combined. And members of our society decided to use their imagination to make this celebration, like I said, fun and whimsical and magical. And it goes back to a Christian bishop who loved God, loved people, and Bishop Nicholas displayed his love through the giving of gifts, just as our Divine Father gave the gift of his son, to us over 2,000 years ago. So Christmas is one example of how we open up our imaginary juices to create something that continues to evolve, creating more and more dreams, changed lives, giving, fun. It brings families together, not to mention all the abundance that it creates. Albert Einstein said, imagination is everything. It's the preview of life's coming attractions. So here's a few examples of the abundance that Christmas creates. Think of all the jobs that are created during the three- to four-month season. Maybe it's even a five-month season. There are families out there that have been blessed with, with these jobs. Think of all the needy families that are generously blessed by volunteers and charities, organizations that come together making dreams and wishes come come true for the sick and the less fortunate. Celebrities, they're purchasing all the bikes the store has in stock. You know, those acts alone bless so many children and families, and it also blesses the store owner, and it ripples from there. The whole There's a whole lot of good happening during the Christmas celebrations. So my point is, embrace it as your true heart desires. Allow the kid in you to come alive and don't dim your light in order to be socially accepted. Christ has not been taken out of Christmas. He has been blessing so many lives through it. Christmas in itself is a gift, a gift to us so that we can love and continue to give as our divine father loves and gives to us every day. If that means using our imagination to make it more effective, fun, and joyful, fantastic. I say do whatever it takes to bring out the loving humanity in this world. And if it means using your imagination and having fun, well, that's even better. God wants us to have fun, use his gift of imagination, and bless others in the process as we continue to create abundance for all the world to enjoy. Maria Montessori said, imagination does not become great until human beings, given the courage and the strength, use it to create. So go out there and create dreams and wishes for everyone around you and use your imagination. And remember, the gift does not have to be a material gift. Give from your heart, however that resonates with you. Christmas is about Christ, and Christ lives through Christmas Blessing, giving, and allowing, and receiving. So have fun with it. That's what his intention is. Think about this. St. Nicholas lost his wealthy parents, and because of his faith, he gave in mysterious ways, which then ignited a story called The Night Before Christmas, which inspired the cartoonist to create Santa Claus, which empowered people to give in ways that bless those around them and others that are in need. So don't you think God's hand was in all of this? Huh. I believe his intentions are continuously manifesting into greater and greater blessings. I believe in God's miracles, his Christmas miracles, and I'm wishing you all a very magical Christmas, sharing your hearts with the ones that you love and giving of yourself to those in need. Thanks for listening today. 
Merry Christmas to all. Bye for now. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Thank you for joining us for The Dance with Deanne Shepley. Deanne is a best-selling author, nationally syndicated radio host, intuitive coach, and brave heart woman. To contact Deanne, go to DeanneShepley.com. That's Deanne, S-C-H-E-P-P-E-L-E.com.